I honestly feel tonight the Father wants to show His tender love towards many in this place. God wants to extend His tender mercies. God wants to extend His, His love and His grace and His long-suffering towards you. Just in every aspect, God wants to show Him powerful in your life as a father. So, Father, I pray that we will open our hearts to you. That right now, we will not try and filter you through the grid of our own understanding. We will not lean on our own understanding. We will not look at you the same way we look at our earthly fathers who so often fall short in actual fact, sometimes grossly misrepresent who you are. But tonight, as we sang that song, I really believe that the Lord sang that He wants to open the eyes of our hearts tonight, that we will see Him. We will not just see Him, but we will experience something of His grace and love and mercy towards us. That you can enter boldly into the throne room of grace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Great. What a privilege it is to share on, uh, on Father's Day. Uh, I think my father passed away about five years ago now. He was a good father. He was. He was. And... Um, I learned a lot from him as my earthly father. And I want to just share with you quickly because I want to share on Abba Father. You can, uh, we can pop that little slide up there. Abba Father, just leave that up there. This has been a journey for me personally. I think I was in a Bible school in 96, 97, around about there, when the Lord started speaking to me about the Father's heart. And... Um, I think it was Floyd McClung that wrote a book called The Father Heart of God. I just read it end of last year again. I read it before. And just so many of us who are struggling with the Father Heart of God. We're struggling to lay on His chest and sit on His lap. And I think it's got to do with our sociological background and our cultural context that we have many times. But... I want to I show you something tonight about Abba. I want to show you something about Abba, Abba Father. And this word Abba is a family name. It's a family name. So when we call upon Abba, we call him a family name. And um, Abba always indicates, always indicates close, personal Intimate relationships with the Father. Close, intimate, and personal. And I remember 95, 96, round about there, how I was struggling to find intimacy, especially as a man. It's difficult for me to find intimacy when I've never seen intimacy from my own earthly father. I remember, you know, the first time I, I went surfing and 
and, and playing rugby. And as a young man, those are highlights of your life. And I never had them there. I remember I wasn't even allowed to use the new Kirby in the house. Who knew who Kirby was? A very expensive, overrated vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to use the Kirby. I wasn't allowed to mow the lawn. My dad said, you can't even ride your bicycle properly. How are you going to mow my lawn? Which was a good thing, maybe. <laughs> I didn't protest against that one. But my dad was a good father. He worked hard. He loved us as kids. And we loved him as a father. And I might cry. But that's it. And then the father. Our father. This is the, this is the, this is the, 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 the prayer that Jesus teaches us in Matthew 6 verse 9. He says that our Father, He includes us all. He says, our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I want to talk about Abba tonight. I want to talk about the three instances in the Bible. The first one we see is in Mark, if we can get that scripture this is Jesus praying, and he says, and he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And the next one is in Romans. Let me just quickly get my, my glasses on. I can't see that well. Abba is used two other times, and this one is in Romans 8.15. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. Now, adoption lies very close to my heart because I adopted two children. It's my daughter's birthday today. Eleven years ago, we adopted her. Yeah. By whom we cry, Abba Father. I remember when my wife said we're going to adopt children. I, I said to her, that's fine because we all adopted we all adopted. How beautiful that is. And the wonderful thing is I understand how adoption works. Because now my kids don't have to have new names. They have my surname. They are. And the law says this. The piece of paper that I have to prove that they're my children says this. They are as if they were born of you. How beautiful is that? I'm born of the Spirit. That's who I am. I receive the Spirit of God that shouts, that says and cries out, Abba, Father, a family name. Then Galatians. Galatians, the Spirit of God is saying this. Galatians 4, 6. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. These are the three instances that we see the word Abba. I want to say that Abba is most probably one of the great names of God. And indeed, may be the highest good name of God. For no other name so completely reflects the reversal of the curse and the separation that resulted from Adam's sin, bringing separation to all of Adam's sons and daughters because of disobedience. Now, 
We belong again. We're not separated. Ephesians chapter 2 and Ephesians 5. Let's read that quickly. In which you once walked, the disobedience, it talks about that. Following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit is, that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. You see, we were part of that. We were part of the sons of disobedience. Now we are now adopted and we are the new sons and daughters. There's no more separation. Ephesians 5, can we read that? Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. You see, there's a disobedience in this world. People that don't know Him as Father. And they cannot call Him Father. They cannot call Him Father. Because they separated. They still separated from Him. So when we are born again, and the Holy Spirit comes inside of us, enters into us, it actually impels us to cry out this intimate family name. It, it impels us to say, Abba, Father. And we surely see this in the great climax of the story of redemption. We see this when Jesus hung on the cross and we just sang that. It is done. When Jesus said that, he blew out his last breath. And he said, it is finished. Tetelesta, I've done it all for you, my sons and my daughters. For God so loved, for so much the Father loved that He only sent, He sent His only begotten Son. So what is this word Father? Because we, we talk about, and there's two, there's two words here that I want to unpack. First, I want to look at Father, and then I want to look at Abba. Okay? So the first one is Father, and in the Greek, Father is Pater. Um, P-A-T-E-R, as in our father. It means he's a begetter, by whom another is begotten, a man who has begotten a child. And father is the progenitor. He, a progenitor is, for those who don't know what that is, a person from which a person is descended or originates. He's the original. He's the one that produces everything. We are born of Him. That's where everything, the human race was born from Adam, but everything was born of the Father. We are born of Him. And that's where we need to return back to. Because of sin that separated us from Him. We cannot go back into that. There is this chasm between us and God. Because He's a holy God and sin will separate you from Him. The sons of disobedience are following in the course of Satan. That's what they're doing. They're listening to their father. John 8.44 says, you are of your father the devil. But we are now reconciled, brought back in to that original, original relationship that we have and can have with the father. He is the original parent. It comes from the root. Pater comes from a root that signifies a nourisher. So all these words that we receive tonight. He's a nourisher. He is a protector. He is an upholder. 
See, so today I'm going to try and attempt to probe the depth of the name of God. Abba, Father. The Holy God. And we can now, as sons and daughters, can openly address Him as Abba because of what Jesus has done. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 18 2 Corinthians 6, 18 says, And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. I will be a father to you. And because, in 1 John 3, verse 1, because of the great love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called children of God. Because of His love, we now cry, Abba, Father. I want to ask you a question tonight, and I want you to think about this. Do we fully understand what it means to be able to confidently cry out, Abba, to the Almighty God? Confidently. I want to read this to you guys from J.I. Packer. J.I. Packer wrote this, and he says, What is a Christian? The question can be answered in many ways. But the richest answer I know is that a Christian is one who has God as father. It's easy. We walk around. We call ourselves Christians. We put Psalm 91 stickers on our cars. We do all these things. We call ourselves Christians. But do you call him father? Can you cry out, Abba, Father, with an intimacy? In other words, we are designed to live in a family. Christian, you cannot live on your own. You cannot live on your own. God is the head of the house. He's the father, which signifies that you are part of a family. I said it a while back. I said, the church needs you and you need the church. The church needs you, but you need the church. Because you're part of a family. Packer continues and he says, Our highest privilege and deepest need is to experience the Holy God as our loving Father. To approach Him without fear and to be assured of His fatherly care and concern. But cannot this be said of every person, Christian or not? Emphatically no. The idea that all are children of God is not found in the Bible anywhere. The gift of sonship to God becomes ours not through being born, but through being born again. John chapter 1 verse 12 to 13. But to all who did receive him, who believed, you need to receive and believe. In his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. That's how you can call him father. In the same way, you sum up the whole New Testament religion. If you describe it as the knowledge of God as one's holy father. If you want to judge how well a person understands Christianity. Find out how much he makes of the thought of being God's child. And having God as his father. I asked myself the other day. I said how many times have you heard a preach on God the father? 
We hear lots of preachers about the Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But we forget sometimes the Father. It's the Father that wills. It's the Father. We need to return back to Him tonight. Call Him Father. If this is not the thought that prompts and controls your worship and your prayers and your whole outlook on life, it means that He does not understand Christianity very well at all. For everything that Christ taught, everything that makes the New Testament new and better than the old, everything that is distinctively Christian as opposed to mere Jewish is summed up in the knowledge of the fatherhood of God. Father is the Christian name for God. You see, in the Old Testament, it was easy for a Jewish man to call out to Yahweh. It was easy for him to call out to Adonai. As long as you covered yourself, you can call out to Adonai. But now we can boldly come in, my friends, and call him Abba, Father. So what is Abba? What does it mean? Abba is translated as Abba into English, just by the way, if you were wondering. From the corresponding Aramaic, and that's why it appears like that in our Bibles. And it's a word which was used in the everyday language of families as a term addressing one's father. Children, as well as adult sons and daughters, used Abba when speaking to their fathers. And so Abba will always convey a warm, intimate sense, just as with our expression, Dear Father. But in that expression, there is respect. There is recognition. So hear my friends, hear me out right now. Please don't get angry with me. But the Bible never tells us that the word Abba means daddy. Because we have diminished him in that when we say daddy, daddy. When we say even dad, it does not mean that. It means I have a healthy respect for him. You are my dearest father. That's what it means. My dearest father. You know what it means? It means, Father, I will obey you. <laughs> That's what it means. Father, I will obey you. That's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus called out and said, Abba, Father, not my will, but yours be done. I will obey you. No matter what, I will obey you. So it's so much more than daddy. And we cannot take a biblical word out of, out of context because we want to fit it into our society and into our culture. We can't do that. Daddy is too casual. There must be a respect and an awe. And that's why I call him Abba. Abba means... So to emphasize, it means the warmth, the intimate, the very personal relationship which exists between the believer and their God. In Abba, in God, in God the Father, there is family tenderness. There is trust and there is love combined as an expression. I'm going to say it again. 
There is family tenderness. There is trust. There is love combined in an expression. As children of God, we receive the unspeakable, wonderful right to at any time, not, not, make, a, not make an appointment, kind of, any time boldly approach God's throne of grace to receive mercy, to find grace to help in a time of need. Let's read Hebrews 4.16. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Remember, the Father is seated. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. You see, the Father, He pities us. Psalm 103 verse 13. As the Father shows compassion to His children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear Him. He shows compassion towards us. The Father protects us. The Father provides for us. And the Father disciplines us, according to Hebrews chapter 12. You guys can go read that. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 to 11. Because He's the Father. So in closing tonight, the idea that God is our Father, our Abba, is not only a sign of our spiritual health. I mean, you can walk out here and say, yo, well, I call him Father. I, I call him Abba Father. It's not just spiritual health or even the authenticity of your faith. It is one of the most healing, I believe, one of the most healing doctrines of all Scripture. It's one of the most healing things. What you're hearing tonight can bring healing to you in this place. Some grew up only with a mother. And no father. Others grew up in a conventional homes where the relationship with the father was negative at best. But whatever your background tonight, you need the touch of a father. You need the touch of Abba Father. The warm, intimate, personal relationship. That's what you need tonight. And our God wants to provide that tonight for you. Some of us need to bow before God and simply say, like I said, not my will, but yours be done, dearest Father. Some of us might just need to bow the knee and say, your will, I want to obey you. Maybe just tonight that's what you need to do. And so find the wholeness, the healing that he wants to give you. My second question I want to ask you is this. Do you believe that He is your Abba? Do you believe tonight that He is your Father? Thomas Watson said this, and then I'm going to end with words as I pray this over you from Charles Wesley. Thomas Watson said this. He says, adoption is a greater mercy than Adam had in paradise. See, God has made his children by adoption. Nearer to himself than the angels. The angels are the friends of Christ. Believers are his members. It's much closer. Since God has a son of his own. And such a son, how wonderful God's love 
in adopting us. We needed a father, but he didn't need sons. God didn't need sons. He had a son. An only begotten son that he gave for you and for me. Because of that, you and I can enter in. Because of Jesus, and only because of Jesus, you and I can call him Abba Father tonight. Only because of that. There's no other way. I want to read you this. Just close your eyes quickly. Arise, my soul, arise. My God is reconciled. His pardoning voice I hear. He owns me for his child. I can no longer fear. With confidence I can now draw nigh. With confidence I now draw nigh. And, Ab and Father, Abba Father, cry. Father, tonight with confidence, we can draw near to you as Abba, Father. With confidence, you can call you the nourisher, the protector, the upholder. With confidence tonight, we can say, have your way. With confidence, we can say, I will obey. With confidence. I can now come before the mercy seat. With confidence, I can come to the throne room of grace. With confidence. 